This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, January 6, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The No Child Left Behind Act committed billions of new dollars to a massive imposition of the federal government into K-12 education. The results have not been impressive. Now that the act is 10 years old, the Cato Institute's Neil McCluskey argues it's time to get the feds out of the classroom. Almost everybody, almost universally, people dislike No Child Left Behind, and it's accepted as a failure. And there's good reason for that. We've had a big increase in spending as a result of No Child Left Behind. We've had lots of federal rules and regulations promulgated, but we haven't seen any real improvement in achievement. And in fact, what we've largely seen are kind of lies where states and districts are telling kids that they're proficient, telling their parents their kids are proficient, and they're not proficient in any meaningful way. So uh, one of the problems uh, that you've identified and many uh, scholars have identified is that the federal government delegated to states the role of defining what constitutes proficiency. They said the students must be proficient, but they allowed states to uh, define proficiency, which actually, in many ways, took uh, American education backwards. Yeah, well, there were clearly... um problems with the law, where it's basically a law divided against itself. So on one hand, federal politicians were saying that the goal of this law is to force all states and all districts to get all students to the highest possible levels of performance in math and reading, and that it was going to punish any state or district that failed to do that. So it said everybody will be proficient by 2014, and you have to make progress every year toward that goal. On the flip side, though, especially because people don't like the idea of the federal government controlling their schools, they said, but don't worry. This isn't federal control. States will write their own standards, their own tests, their own uh, statistical um, buffers about how big a subset of kids have to be to count them separately. And so what you saw was what you should expect. Every state essentially gamed the system where they defined proficiency at extremely low levels. In other words, they set very low bars and they said, look, everyone's over these bars. We're out of trouble. The problem is kids aren't actually any better educated. The solution from probably some people, even recognizing that No Child Left Behind is a failure, would be, well, maybe the the federal government should not have delegated that role to states, that defining proficiency uh, uh, under a federal education law, defining proficiency should be left to the federal government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is what we're seeing now. So so a lot of people, many of whom were kind of cheerleaders from No Child Left Behind in the beginning, they saw what states did. And they said, that's the problem is we don't have this one definition of proficiency. We don't have one set of standards and we don't have one test. And that's what we need. Now, they are still very loath to, to say this should be at all federal, to acknowledge that it should be federal. So we have something called the Common Core Standards, um, developed by the Council of Chief State School Officers and the National Governors Association. And the idea behind this is we won't, we'll make it harder for states to gain proficiency by having incomparable standards from one state to another, and they'll all sign on these common standards, and we'll have a common test. But we have to say it's state-led, and it's voluntary whether states adopt it. But the federal government, of course, got involved in this. If you wanted money through the Race to the Top program, a $4.35 billion federal program that was part of the so-called stimulus, 
you had to sign on to these national standards. If you want to get a waiver now under the Obama administration from the No Child Left Behind Act, which everyone agrees is a disaster, or almost everyone agrees it's a disaster, you have to sign on to national standards. And the federal government is funding national tests to go with this. So we are now coming toward a unified federal curriculum, which if you think that the problem with No Child Left Behind, the ultimate problem was just the structure of it, and you say, well, this makes sense. This is the way we have to go. But ultimately, the problem with No Child Left Behind is a fundamental problem with all of federal policymaking and really all government education policy, which is the groups that politicians will respond to most are the teachers' unions, the administrators' associations, those people they, you'd want to have, have held accountable but they respond to the most because those are the people most motivated to be involved in education politics because they get the most benefit from the education system because it's where their very livelihoods come from. So on one level, you think, well, unified national standards are the solution to these problems, but they'll be gamed and ripped apart just as No Child Left Behind was, just as most state standard accountabilities systems were. Because the politics just don't make sense. What makes sense is to respond to the people you want to hold accountable. And, of course, they don't want to be held accountable, but they want to get as much money as they can. There are two solutions to this problem. We start at the federal level, and the most immediate problem is what do you do about No Child Left Behind? What you do about No Child Left Behind is you obey the Constitution, which gives the federal government no authority to be involved in education. So what you do is you say, look, we have really 50 years of proven failure, huge amounts of federal money spent on education, no real improvement in academic outcomes. So we obey the Constitution and we get the federal government out of education. It's that simple. Now, people will say, well, can't we tweak it some more or something like that? Well, how many more decades do we have to squander by tweaking something that is ultimately unfixable? Then the real work has to be done at the state level especially. And that means going away from a system of top-down control, which again will almost always be, be uh, work for the people that you're trying to hold accountable because they naturally are going to be the most involved in education politics. You've got to get away from that top-down government control and go to bottom, really bottom-up control or really – a market in education where parents, consumers, can, can exercise immediate accountability by taking money, their children, and the money to educate them out of schools that don't work for them and putting them into schools that do. So ultimately, get the federal government out completely and then move to universal school choice at the state and local level. Neil McCluskey is Associate Director of the Cato Institute Center for Educational Freedom. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.